Hey everyone, I'm Matthew. And I'm Ileana. Welcome to the Armory. This is a place where believers can be encouraged to live for Jesus and make disciples. We want to provide an arsenal of resources that help Christians to be bold in their faith. Our hope is that through this podcast, people will learn to love God's Word and abide in Christ. Thanks for joining. I didn't know you were going to press record. Or recording. What were you saying about sourdough bread? I'm excited to try a new recipe. What's the recipe? Um, It's like a garlic knot. Did I show you today? Oh, yeah. That does look good. <laughs> you need to try that. When are you going to do that? I don't know. Why are you laughing? Because I was caught off guard. Oh. I've been recording for 20 minutes. Oh, great. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of The Armory. Welcome. We are back. We have. I feel like you and I haven't done episodes. I know. In I missed you. I missed it. Haven't talked to you since then. No, this is the. We only actually talk <laughs> to each other when we do podcast recordings. So we don't work in the same office or anything like that. Nope. We never see each other. But I feel like a lot's happened since last time. Well, I mean, it's been like a month, hasn't it? We were in it? Michigan. We went to Michigan, which is why you guys now have heard two podcasts with other people except today i was just talking to my sister about we need to figure out a way to um have podcasts with guests even when the guests are not local to us does that make sense i think that makes sense (laughs) um so anyways someday if anybody knows actually matt maybe you do know how to do that figure out how to have a guest on the podcast over the computer for those of you that don't know, Matt just had to get up and get the charger. What's up? I'm back. <laughs> I'm not very good at this stalling thing. No, it was that really is like the easiest thing you could have done. Just, you know, talk. I know, but I like talking I to somebody. I was talking to myself. Yeah, you talk to yourself all the time. Yeah, I do I'm in my head. Asking like, what did you, what did you say? And you're like, I'm just talking to myself. Yeah, I do say that. Anyways, that is a sincere question I had. I don't know if you heard. I wasn't even listening. Oh, how to have guests on the podcast that aren't here? Correct. Like over Zoom? Very easy to do. Oh, we can do that? It's easier, actually. Oh. You don't have to set up any equipment. You just record a conversation on Zoom and then upload the audio. And me and you could both be on it here while somebody else is on it somewhere else? We could have 100 people on it if you could get 100 people in a Zoom room. We could do that. We could. But actually, we only have like 96 followers, and I would really like to get to 100. And then they could all all be on on the podcast. podcast? How about we don't do that? Guys, if you help us get to 100 followers on Instagram, (laughs) we will have you on the podcast. That is not true. If you ask us to be on the podcast, we will probably let you on the podcast. (laughs) Eliana's taking creative control over the podcast. I have creative control over the Instagram. That's true. Maybe we I do want to do. Listener. We have had some people who listen to the podcast that just happen to listen, and we have. Um, to be fair, podcast. Spencer, who people. was on the podcast, had never listened to an episode of the podcast. That's true. He just came on and jumped in. People definitely heard that because I made fun of him like six times. Oh, I'm like, why don't you start a podcast? But Anyways, I also feel like we did a. We started making bread. Well, we kind of started baking bread. No, We're still new to the game. We're making bread. We've made it. How many I guess. loaves of bread have you made? Well, two each time, and I've done it three times, so six. First one was math. like... It's quick. <laughs> You're better at math than you are talking by yourself oh on the podcast for 30 seconds. While so charger or baby here's monitor. the thing about the bread. Um, the first time I made it, I think it was like beginner's luck. The Lord's grace. Like, it was perfect. Literally, it was so good. Second time, my starter wasn't active enough. It wasn't bubbly. It didn't rise. I didn't give it enough time to rise because I was trying to do it quick. Third time, it was okay, but I still think the first one I did was better. 
Yeah. I don't think it was luck. The other two times you've made very, like you, I watched you talk about how you clearly didn't do something that you should have done. Like the timing was No, the third time we did it, I did do everything right by the book. I don't know. You were like, what's this thing on top? You're all like, I don't know how it's going to work. So. I don't know. Anyway, if you guys haven't had, you haven't made your own sourdough bread, it's 2023. What are you doing? Also, we make sourdough different than like the rest of the world because my sister showed me how to do it easier where it's like an actual sandwich loaf of bread not the round one that's like in the pot we're not that advanced yet no i just don't have time to like fold it that many times what do you mean fold it you have to like like laundry (laughs) you would be great at it because you do all the laundry so i don't know (laughs) um not fold knead you have to like knead the dough and then let it like rest and then like turn it 90 degrees and then like knead it and you have to do that like so many hours like apart For multiple times. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh. That's why I don't know. you learn about sourdough bread. Anyway. We went to Michigan. Welcome to this week's (laughs) episode of the Armory. Have we even said that? I don't know. Yeah, we've done a lot lately, but we're here to finish our series that we started. It's about time. Well, there's a lot of fruits of the spirit. That's true. There's a lot. This is. Nine. Nine. If That's a long right. series. Can you really count it a series, though, if you don't, like, do it in order? I don't know. I guess you can. Probably could. Well, because our TV show that we watch just decides some weeks not to come out. If anybody's watching MasterChef, yeah, if anybody what's up knows. Yeah, new season? Yeah. Why they just skip a week? Sometimes on the new seasons of things, they just decide, hey, we're not going to air this week. It's probably because of something on cable that we don't listen to anymore or watch, so yeah, we just wait. Anyway... We are finishing up our series on the fruit of the spirit, which has been, I think, a pretty profitable series. I think I learned a lot. I don't know what we're going to do after this, though. So we probably should start I asked about that. Instagram today, weeks. and our 96 followers had nothing to say about it. Well, we have to ask them again because. I know. We have so many anything, people who listen. Most of them. Way more than 96 people. Listen. Well, I know. <laughs> and most of them, if you're listening right now and you go to my parents' church, thank you for coming up to us and saying, oh, we love your podcast. But I know some of you. You should just reach out to us and tell us what you want to talk about. Yeah, if we don't hear back from someone, podcast is canceled. <laughs> Even if we don't use your idea, we're just we're throwing it That's into the funny. trash. Or tell my parents or tell somebody you know who knows us and they will tell us your idea. Anyway, to recap, the fruit of the spirit. I'm going to read again Galatians 5, starting That's verse That's a great 16, idea. Because you kind of get this full picture if you're just joining us. We want to talk about what leads up to the fruit of the spirit in Galatians 5. Verse 16 says this, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit. These things are at odds with one another. And the spirit against the flesh. And so these are contrary to one another. I could have just kept reading it, said that right there. (laughs) So that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh, so this is what we do in the flesh, are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery. You know, that's really big. In Mount Airy, Maryland, sorcery. A lot of sorcerers around No, that is really big in the world right now. It is. Manifesting, I would say that's sorcery. I think so. Maybe that's a different podcast, but yes. Okay, interesting. We should talk about that. (laughs) Hatred, I manifest things all the time. Matt's doing his lying face. (laughs) Contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunk, goodness, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Which is a basically saying, saying everything that is sin, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Dang. 
that verse is not saying is if you've done those things, you can't go to heaven. It's saying if this is who you are because you're not in the spirit, you live in the flesh, you're unsaved, you have not been indwelt by the spirit, you will not receive the kingdom of God. 22, this is the best part of this passage. But the fruit of the spirit, which is, okay, we've talked about this before. What does the fruit of the indwelt believer look like when the Holy Spirit is living and active and working Mm -hmm. in your life? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and what we're going to talk about today, self-control. Man, what an intro. Against such things, there is no law. And this is just the best way to end a chapter. And those who are in Christ have crucified the flesh and it's with its passions and desires. If you live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Yeah, that's good. Which is like Paul saying, duh. Right? We live in the Spirit, yeah. so what do we do? We, we walk in the Spirit. Yeah. No, duh. That's what we're called to do. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Yeah. It's like literally our title that's given to us requires this action of us to do it. You know? Like yeah. you're a teacher. Okay, what do you do? Teach. Yeah. Like you, you know, like think of what title you've been given. You've been given a title of being indwelt by the Spirit. You've been given a title of being in Christ you are a believer, right? So these things, not that they always do come naturally, but they are natural about who we are in Christ. Like it is evident that the Holy Spirit is at work in the life of a believer. Mm-hmm. And that's evidenced by seeing these things in your life. So yeah, we've talked about all those today. Let's focus on self-control. Yeah, which is interesting. I think it's really interesting that that's the way the fruit of the spirit ends mm-hmm. with self-control. Why do like, you say that? Like we, were, <laughs> we were talking about this a little bit earlier. I think self-control, or the, I guess you could say the opposite, is the culmination of all things, of why we sin. Yeah. We sin because we have no self-control. Yeah. Um, of course, it's more complicated than that. Yeah. Um, you know, Pastor Keith, one of the pastors at our church, just preached a sermon, talked about the root of all sin is pride, and I, I believe that's true. You know, you hear these phrases like sin is when we sin, it's because we doubt something about God. Those are all true. But I think the thing that keeps us from sin is self-control. Mm, that's good. And I don't want people to hear uh, this secular idea of self-control, mm-hmm. of like discipline. Yeah, we talk, talk about, about that, that in the bit. world all the time. What I'm talking about, what keeps us from sin is something the Holy Spirit produces in us, which is self-control. Yeah. But I think it's really interesting that the world is actually, and I don't think it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. The world is really, really focused right now on this idea of discipline. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I think it's I but think I, it's more geared towards men than women for sure. And it's a lot of what you and Spencer talked about on the podcast you guys yeah. did of like masculinity. And there's, like you said, it's not a bad thing, but it's definitely something that's rising in culture for sure. Yeah. There's this shift from laziness to, hey... Let's be disciplined. Let's get our lives together. Let's, if you're just t- talking about like men, let's start working out. Let's start training. Let's start eating better. Let's start being able to protect, protect mm-hmm. our families. Like this whole idea of let's be hardened, disciplined, mentally tough people. Yeah. And all that stuff is great. None of that is in and of itself a bad thing, but that is not what we're talking about. We're yeah. not talking about this, okay, I just have to find it within myself to be so focused, to have so much discipline that I'm going to be able to keep myself from sin. That's not what this is talking about. Yeah, we have to get our eyes off of ourself, right? So like part of self-control is like you just said, well, you kind of said like we're relinquishing our desires and our wants 
and we're putting in place what the Lord wants us to do instead. And Mm -hmm. so if we're doing that, that requires us to know what God wants us to do instead. Um, And also it requires us to look to the Lord and not ourselves. So if I'm acting in self-control, then I'm saying what I want I'm going to submit what I want to what the Lord wants for me. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that, that takes work to say, okay, I know Christ can do this in me instead of me trying to do all these things by myself. Yeah. My, my dad sent me a thing from a guy named Chuck Bentley he works for crown financial. So if any of you have heard of crown financial, it's like, um, it's basically a financial counseling, right. financial peace ministry, kind of like Dave Ramsey, kind of like, um, uh, what's the other one that's popular? Russ Crossins, um, Your did, Money yeah. Made Simple, all that stuff. But he talks about how there's this paradox in scripture when we talk about self-control. Because when we think about self-control, we think about controlling ourself. And this right. is just what you were saying. But that is completely the opposite of what we see in the fruits of the Spirit. Because all the fruits of the Spirit are ta- are coming from the same place, which is funny that they all line up. These are fruits of the Holy Spirit. So mm-hmm. self-control, mm-hmm. just like all the other ones, it's not a control of self. It's not us going, okay, how can I control myself? Mm-hmm. We already do a terrible job at that. Right. It's how can I let the spirit control me? Yeah. Not in this robotic, I have no will. I have to just, you know, all my all my emotions, all my actions are just being automatically filtered and I can't, I have no say in it. But yeah. am I so indwelt by the spirit where the spirit is, is pouring out of my life in a way where I'm just doing things in line with yeah. the spirit? The spirit... It's kind of like Carrie Underwood said. It's like Jesus take the wheel. You know what I mean? <laughs> the great theologian Carrie Underwood. Oh my. Um, no, but it, no, that's this idea of, and and that by the way, I would submit is much harder than the self control the world talks about. Oh, for sure. The self control the world talks about is okay. You have this incentive to be better. Mm-hmm. Find it within yourself to be better. And of course we're going to do that because it's a pride thing. I want to be the best. I will be more disciplined. Mm -hmm. But when we humble ourselves and say, Holy Spirit, take control, we relinquish that control to something other than something outside of ourselves. Wow, that's hard. Um, Yeah, I feel like there's so much I could say about this. And I have them all on my brain. And I don't know that we're talking about self control. So, well, the first thing is, I think, like, when I think of self control, at least for a lot of women I know and for myself, like, it becomes a comparison game where, like, I feel like I'm self controlled if I see that I'm doing something better than somebody else. So, like, Hmm. okay, well, I'm maybe more disciplined at reading my Bible than somebody else in my small group. Yeah. This is hypothetical. I'm not saying this is true. If anything, I'd probably be the one who's worse at it. But it becomes (laughs) sort of like this jealousy, like, how am I measuring up? And kind of like you were saying with the whole working out, being disciplined thing, like when we're walking in the spirit, self-control isn't something that should get in the way of our community and put like barriers in, in relationships. It should be something that we're doing together to encourage people. Um, and so like instead of think, and then, well, and kind of in that same vein, I was thinking about like, I think new believers can be scared when they hear like the fruit of the spirit. Like, you just said, like, oh my goodness, I have to do all of these things. Yeah. Or, and then you try and explain to them, like, no, the Holy Spirit's going to be helping you and doing it for you and with you, mm-hmm. like, as you're obedient to Christ. And that can be a hard concept to understand. And so I think sometimes as a believer, we have to, like, sit and rest in the fact that the Holy Spirit is working through us. Like, Jesus Christ is living and active, right? That's what it means when, like, the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, like, 
Jesus Christ has the ability to change our lives, okay? And so we are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. And sometimes it might not feel like like we know what to do with that. But I think mm-hmm. sometimes we have to just like meditate in God's word and and see like what he's revealing to us and then be obedient in that. And so the other thing I was going to say is like, I think when we are thinking of self-control, like you said, it's the, when we have lack of self-control, that's when we sin. I think often we know what it would look like to have self-control in that area. So, okay, like I'm struggling in my finances because I'm not having Mm self-control. Okay. Well, I know what it looks like to be obedient to Christ in that. Right. Yeah. Um, or like, I am not having self-control with my boyfriend before marriage and Mm -hmm. we want to be sexually active or something like, okay, well, you know what it is to be obedient in Christ in that. Like it's just submitting your desires and your wants. Mm -hmm. So as for Christians, I don't think it is often the knowledge of how do I, what do I need to know in order to be self-controlled? Yeah. It's, we have to get over our feelings of, well, I don't feel like doing it, you know, because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, God's truth has to trump what we feel in a certain moment. And I think that's really like what self-control is. Yeah. That was like a lot of things. I don't know if they all tied together. That was great. I feel like we can just end the podcast on that. I don't know if I even have anything to top that. That was awesome. I feel like I could keep talking. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I have more. Um, No, I think that's it. But the the funny thing is, I don't think we realize the span that self-control can play in our lives. The littlest things go awry Mm. because of self-control. Like, marriages end because of lack of self-control i i you know how, how many times has an argument occurred between a husband and wife and the result of it the reason it happened is because someone said something they shouldn't have they had no self-control right. um again like you said uh our this can apply to a lot of things we're in massive massive credit card debt because i lack self-control right um i'm incredibly overweight and i have no handle on my fitness and my health because i have no self-control i can't stop eating and mm-hmm. i'm all these things are so nuanced. None of these things are just so black and white. Like, oh, well, talk about what if I have an eating disorder? What I, I'm not saying that. No, yeah. I'm saying at the core of all bad decisions is a lack of self-control. Yeah. And the solution to all good decision-making is sp- a spirit-led Christian. Spirit-led, yeah. Who has, because of that, self-control. Yeah, but there's also hope too, right? I know you're not saying there isn't. Like, no, there is scripture. no hope. I, that's the hope. My hope is that we get to, in this podcast, you know there is no hope. We're just trying to be, this is the one thing you can't do. Okay, let's end this right now. No hope. Goodbye. <laughs> no, like, I'm just kidding. there's hope and it's not in ourself. It, like, it's in Jesus Christ. And so I think often, like I was saying before, um, I think we know what the right answer is often when we don't know how to have self-control. But if you are on the other end of this where you're like, I mean, let's just take one thing, for example. Let's just do finances. That's kind of an easy one to talk about. Like, if you are like, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. We are, me or me and my spouse are, have mounds of credit card debt. Like, we just can't get through it. Like, I'm not saying you know what self-control is. Why are you laughing? (laughs) We were just, it's funny that you said that. We were watching a TV show, and they were talking about how this this character in the show had no self-control. And she was like, yeah. I literally opened a, I don't even know what it was, oh, TJ Maxx credit card to just to get, just, or yeah, just to get like a free, a free like $5 off. <laughs> just like I have 45 credit cards. You're saying it's crazy that some people do that, but we're in a different mindset. 
right? Yeah. Well, we're you trying don't, to follow God's truth about what that means. Well, if we don't have any money, so we can't have a credit card <laughs> anyway. So it's really easy. Babe, you made me lose my train of thought because you were laughing at me. I'm sorry. I no, just you were laughing could at not. the TV show. The second you, you said you the credit not, card thing, you I just could not stop laughing. self-control. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So, okay, what was I going to say? <laughs> I need to write down my notes I next totally time. derailed you. You did. Don't you, you can't know say how... too many... There's only so many good things you can say on this podcast. And I already did on And you've, you've maxed them out. <laughs> I think that was like a backhanded You were talking about that. finances. Okay, what I'm not saying is that you just know the right answer in order to have self-control and all of that's going to like immediately go away. Hmm. Like self-control is little tiny obedient steps relinquishing your desires and doing what the Lord wants instead. And so one day are you going to wake up and everything financially is going to be okay? No. Okay, if you've heard my parents' testimony when you shared it on here, like... We filed bankruptcy, lost all of our house and things, and then my parents daily had to make choices of obedience in order to follow what the Lord was saying, right? And so, like, that takes self-control, and that takes discipline, and that takes time. Like, and if you need help with that, I think that's when, like, if you're not sitting there being like, no, I don't just know the answer in order to have self-control, like, that's where community comes in. That's where prayer comes in, right? Mm -hmm. All the things that we're always talking about on this show. Yeah. Um, that you need to put on but really like you and you probably do need someone to hold your hand right i'm not mm. saying you need someone to baby you but like if the reason you're lacking self-control in the first place is because you're doing what you want to do yeah you probably need someone to tell you what you should be doing instead yeah and the cool thing is that over time and this is the hope right over time you will be able to do what you want to do because your wants are going to align with what the spirit wants for you. That's the mark of a right. mature Christian. Right. Is when you can get to the place where you can say, I actually want what the spirit wants for me. The hard part is when you say, and this is the part we need to wrestle with, I don't want what the spirit wants for me, but I'm going to let the spirit take yeah. over anyway. And that is hard. And just relinquish that control. So that's, that's where, that's like the hardest spot. And it's hard because we don't always know what that is, right? Yeah. Like I think of like a lot of men and women who want to get married, right? Like, they don't know if God's plan for them is to get married or not. And so even if they really have this big desire, this big want, which scripture says is fine to want, right? Yeah. Then how do you say, okay, well, I am going to have self-control in this area and trust the Holy Spirit and trust God with this. And really it comes down to, are you going to be obedient to trust the Lord more than what you want to do? Yeah. One of the things we obviously like doing the podcast is like provide resources. It's kind of the thing about being the armory, right? This podcast. If you listen to it any amount of time, we're always trying to give you resources. But what I think would be good today, because listen, you can pick up any book on discipline, self control, and you're going to learn a lot of great yeah. stuff. But you're not going to learn anything new that you didn't learn from scripture about the importance of self control and the destructiveness of lacking it. Yeah. Um, so I actually just want to share a few verses that could be our resource for the day of, of just some things and how the Bible speaks about self control. If you want to learn, what are the practical tips, the three things I have to have in my headspace to have better self-control? Go at it. Read those things. That's fine. You will not You will not have success in this area of your life if you don't relinquish that to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You can do all the tricks. You can. These are just quick fixes. They will. You will always fall short at some area right. in your life in the self-control realm. And there's realm plenty of testimonies of people that, that's ha- that yeah. is happy too. And I'm not saying those books are bad. I'm just saying you're only going to get so far with them. So this Grab is, a pen and a paper. Yeah. Proverbs 25, 28. A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. Mm-hmm. Just think about that for a second. 
a man without self-control. Someone who lacks self-control is like an unfortified city where anything can get in. There is no barrier to what cannot There's come not, into that you city. You have no protection. No protection whatsoever. Um, let's see what else we got here. We got to go. Uh, these verses are all scrambled up here. Second Timothy one seven, for God gave us a spirit not of fear. Listen to what they, he adds to this, but of power and love and self-control. Mm-hmm. Those are the three things that they pinpoint out in that passage. Isn't that so funny that the opposite of that is fear? Like yeah. they're holding those in balance to each other. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Because we need we to trust I don't think the we Lord. Think about that. Like we need to trust the Lord in order to have self-control. If we're going to be fearful about our life and about what's to come, of course we're going to do what we want to do because we think we can do it better. Yeah. Interesting. Second Peter 1, 5 to 7, for this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, with virtue, knowledge, and knowledge with self-control. Self-control with steadfastness, steadfastness with godliness, godliness with brotherly affection, brotherly affection, love. Um, I just think it's interesting that out of all the things that could be in that list, self-control is in there. Um, what else we got here? First Corinthians 9.27. This is an interesting passage. But I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others I myself should be disqualified. These are all from the ESV, by the way. Um the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. First Peter 4, 7. Yeah. I don't think we... I think we read those verses and go, oh, cool. This verse is saying, if you do not have self-control and are not of sober mind, uh, your prayer... You, you you're do that for this, your You're hindering your prayer life. Um, which is like, okay, do we actually believe that to be true? But that's what God's word says. Titus 1, 8. Be hospitable, a lover of good, self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. Those things are all categorized in this idea. A lot of these have to do with community, too. Preaching yes. God's word, praying for other people, being a loving brother or sister in Christ. Like, interesting. Get into community. Yeah. And I just think <laughs> the scripture talks so boldly about why you need self-control, why it's so important, and the result of lack of self-control is destruction. But I don't think believers take their cues on self-controls from the bible they take it from the world which is why we see this shift in okay let's muster up some discipline and listen great if that if you can do that that's awesome right i'm not saying those are bad things but again what are we trying to produce in ourselves as believers people who love god love others who are running towards jesus pointing people towards jesus this can only be done if we're walking in step with the Spirit, yeah. if the fruit of the Spirit is being produced in our lives, and one of those is self-control. And I would argue one that sums all of them up quite well is self-control. That's good. So It's like God knew the order he was writing the Bible. It's almost as if it was orchestrated by a sovereign creator. But that's just me reading into the text, possibly. <laughs> that's good. I feel like I said everything I wanted to say about this. Really, everything. Well, I'm sure I'll think of something else right after we stop. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think, I'm trying to think, you know, as we're ending this series, there's... Oh, yeah. Is there anything else we need to say about it? I don't know. I mean, We've not just self-control. I just want to I just want to make sure people understand this. When you read the, when you read the fruit of the Spirit, we see them all the time. Every, most people probably have them memorized because it's just repeated so much. Don't lose hope. And looking at them and saying, that's a big list. Yeah. Instead, praise God that he has not required you to do those things on your own. Mm. That there is one who is sent, the Holy Spirit, who has indwelt believers, who is basically saying, these are all things that can shine forth from you boldly 
with my help. That's good. And all he's asking us to do is call on him and ask for that help. He will not withhold himself from us. Mm-mm. There's no, eh, you know, I don't really feel like empowering you to be a patient person today. Those, that, that's just not how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, any type of hindrance in these areas is from ourselves, not because yeah. the, the spirit is withholding. Yeah. So the, the beautiful truth is that we serve a God. We hopefully love and run to a God who desperately wants himself to shine through us. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the goal of the fruit of the spirit to say, look at, look at what I can do through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Not on my own. And hopefully it transforms me into someone who just yeah. loves Jesus more. And then people see that. So. You're a good teacher. Oh, well, thank you. You, <laughs> you always, you're able to end with like a very concise, clear, like this is what you want people to take away from. I'm not very good at that. It's good. Oh, spirit empowered. Uh, one thing. I don't want to... What do I... I don't want to stop from the very good ending you just had, but I will say... But go ahead. I feel like <laughs> I've been made aware of people who have told us that they know people who are listening to our podcast who are unbelievers mm-hmm. or like their daughter or their sister or somebody is watching it or listening to it with them who they know doesn't know Christ. And so I would just say, if you're listening to this, like, and you would say you're not a Christian or you don't know if you die, like if you died today, do you know if you're going to heaven or not? Um, like, I like all of these things can be true of you. Like Matt just said, like, you can live in love and patience and goodness and you can see the blessings that the Holy Spirit wants to bestow on your life. Um, You just have to be willing to say that you believe Jesus Christ died for you and rose from the dead so that you, God would see you through him living Mm -hmm. a perfect life, not through all the mistakes and things that you did, but Mm -hmm. like the whole, the fruit of the spirit can be true of you if you accept what Jesus did for you on the cross. And so I feel like I just had to say that because... I think a lot of people do listen to this who don't know the Lord and before besides anything else like we don't care if you are struggling with all of these things that the fruit of the spirit talks about like your first step is to recognize what Jesus Christ has done for you mm-hmm. and then trust that he will provide these things later to come yeah it's a good word I think we like to end with a challenge a lot of times but I think we're just I think the best thing to do is to keep it really simple it's not a tangible thing that you can write down necessarily or look back on but I think in the next couple of weeks before our next podcast, just take time throughout the next 14 days and pray that God would allow the fruit of the Spirit to shine forth in your life. Pray that the fruits of the Spirit that you struggle with the most would come to mind often. You would have the ability to practice them often. You would be challenged in them by others um, and that you would see a Christ transforming response because of it Mm -hmm. where there's a clear evidence. Hey, I'm a believer. The spirit is working in me and pray that the Holy spirit would allow you to produce the fruit of the spirit. And that people would see that and people would say, why are you so different? Why are you so patient? All my coworkers are so mean. Why are you so loving? You know, everyone else is always going out to do this after work or do that. But you seem like you have such Mm self-control and we could just provide them with the reason for the hope that is within us. Hey, the only reason any of that is true in me is because I, I am dwelled by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Jesus is my savior and I live for a much greater purpose. Pray that prayer. And I, I 
promise you it will bless you in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I bet you will be hard. I was going to say, it's going to be I bet you'll, you'll be challenged. If you pray for self-control, he's going to give you areas you can be self-controlled in. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> no, but, but I think it's, it's good. a good thing. So, mm-hmm. you got anything else? It's good. All right. Well, here's the thing, guys. The best thing you can do for this podcast mm-hmm. is to like the podcast subscribe to the podcast on all platforms give us a five star review I know, I share feel it so with bad a friend saying, i feel so I bad saying do that not because i don't really like do that whole like podcast sharing thing whatever but the reason that's helpful guys is because then people can see it yes. learn about god's word also then we can like get more feedback from you guys like yeah i hope that we will be humble if you guys have things or suggestions to say um, but we really do love hearing from you guys it's a blessing yeah so share this with a friend. If you think this is helpful, there I'm sure there's someone else who thinks it's helpful as well. Again, there are much better podcasts out there to talk about stuff like this. <laughs> we're just trying to do this for the community that we're a part of. If anyone listens, great. And we know there are people listening, so we wanted the best to, to yeah. steward this well. Anyway, we're excited to finish this series, but we're also excited for what's next, which, by the way, is up to you. So we're going to put stuff on Instagram Send us an email, message us on Instagram. If you know us personally, send us a text. We want to hear from you. We want to know what our next either podcast should be about, a series we should do. We literally the are door not is going, wide open. We are not going to record a podcast until someone gives us an idea. Yeah, we we will pull promise. the plug on this podcast <laughs> so quick. Just no, oh, we man. paid to do it, so we're gonna keep doing it. Yeah, we're not we're not paid. Yeah, in case anybody's, we wondering. are not paid to do this. We pay to do this, so. <laughs> Um, that's uh. funny. But anyway, we love you guys. We hope this was helpful and we'll see you in a few weeks. Peace out.